Thin Line Believers is a Christ-based outreach for the men and women who walk the thin line between good and evil, order and chaos. Our motto is, our service for His glory. To the police officers, veterans, firefighters, corrections, paramedics, dispatchers, and whoever else may join us, we are so glad you're here. Hello, Thin Line believers, non-believers, non-Thin Line, whatever the case, welcome. This is the Thin Line Believers podcast. And I'm going to do something a little bit different today at the suggestion from my wife who uh if if you're married then you then you obviously know that you should probably listen to your spouse especially when it comes to things like this I do listen to my wife she recommended that I read revelation now I'm not going to read the entire book of revelation today and hopefully in the future I'm going to have a little bit of help and I'm going to keep my commentary to somewhat of a minimum, at least until we get through what I want to get through today. Because I, I think, well, as you'll see here shortly, that uh, there's much benefit in just hearing the Word of God. Now, the Word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But specifically, Revelation you're going to see here pretty soon that there's a, a blessing attached with hearing or reading this book aloud. So in the process of what I'm doing today, you and I are both going to receive blessing through this reading. So without too much further uh, blundering here, I'm just going to get started. And I'm reading from the New Inter- International Version. If you have a different version, uh, might sound a little bit different. But I believe that the core of it is the same. So, Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw. That is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. So just real quick, John, when he receives this, as we'll see here pretty quick, was on the island of Patmos. He was uh, sent there as a prisoner for being an evangelical, essentially. They tried to kill him, apparently, by boiling him in oil, and God saved him from that. And so what can they do? Well, they, they basically send him to an island prison. Now it says here, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. I wanted to reiterate that as the specific reason that I'm reading this to you today. Okay, moving along. Uh, let's see, chapter 1, verse 4. John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, Grace and peace to you from him who is, and who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, 
and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Quote, look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all peoples on earth will mourn because of him. End quote. So shall it be. Amen. Quote, I am the Alpha and the Omega, end quote, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. So just a little side note here. Anybody who, who wonders, is Jesus really God? Well, well, here you have it. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. This is the same thing that we're going to see at the very end of this book from Jesus himself. So God says it here. And Jesus says it at the end of this book. All right, moving along. Verse 9. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see, and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death in Hades. Write, therefore, what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Before we get into chapter 2 here, I just wanted to make note of something here real quick. Jesus tells John to write what he has seen, what is now, and what will take place later. So that's what John is doing right now. He's writing what he has seen. And he also wrote the uh, the book of John, surprisingly, right? And he wrote 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. He wrote what he has seen. Now, in the next two chapters, he's going to write, correction, actually, the next four chapters, I think, he's going to write 
what he is now seeing. And then when we get to chapter 6, the beginning of the tribulation, John's going to see what will happen hereafter. The Greek for that is called metatauta, hereafter. So as John Corson would say in his very in-depth study of this book, we have what, is, what was, what is, and what will be hereafter. We have the divine outline of this entire book. So we can see that that actually makes reading this a little bit easier because we're going to be able to see, okay, that's what was, this is what now is happening. And then starting at chapter 6, we're going to see what will happen after these things, okay? So, just a little food for thought there, getting on into chapter 2 here. To the church in Ephesus is the title. Now these titles, just so you know, these are not divinely inspired titles. The Word of God is, but the titles were added later, just as a, as a reference as to what's coming. So, to the angel of the church in Ephesus, write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name, and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the, Nic of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life which is in the paradise of God. To the angel of the church in Smyrna, write, These are the words of him who is the first and the last, who died and who came to life again. I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for ten days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. To the angel of the church in Pergamum write, These are the words of him who has the sharp double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me, not even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death in your city, where Satan lives. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some among you who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin so that they ate food sacrificed to idols and committed sexual immorality. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Repent, therefore, otherwise I will soon come to you and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. 
To the one who is victorious, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give that person a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to the one who receives it. To the angel of the church in Thyatira, right? These are the words of the Son of God whose eyes are like blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely, unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Now I say to the rest of you in Thyatira, to you who do not hold to her teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold on to what you have until I come. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. That one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give that one the morning star. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Chapter 3. To the angel of the church in Sardis write, These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what time I will come to you. Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me, dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my Father and his angels. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, that you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars, I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. 
Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the church, to the angel of the church in Laodicea, write. These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. Another translation says, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Verse 17, you say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so that you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So I think I'm going to stop there for today because starting in chapter 4, we're going to get into my, in my very favorite part of this book. And this is the part that I'm very excited for. Let me just give you a preview here. Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Ruby. So we're going to get into that next time. This is one of the few descriptions of the throne room in heaven. We find another one in Isaiah chapter 6. But here we're going to see as John is called up into heaven to see the things which are going to take place hereafter. So as you can see, there's a lot of wisdom to these seven churches in John's time. It says in Asia, these were in Asia Minor. And so John is receiving this word that's to be written to these seven churches and passed around. And I'm sure that the word to each of these churches applies to you and I today. And it's it's been taught by uh, Bible scholars that this is not only to these seven churches, but it also speaks of church history up until this point. And I, I'm not going to go into depth on that. I, I don't have the education to share that. But if you're looking for more information about these these different churches and the times that they that they relate to, John Corson does an excellent teaching. I'm sure Jack Hibbs and I'm sure several others have done excellent teachings on this. But we're not going to get into that today. The whole point of this is to is to uh, share this word with you so that you'll receive a blessing there. So until next time, keep praying, keep looking up. Uh, Lord willing, we'll get through the entire book. However, I'd rather, I'd much rather the rapture come and we can go home. 
but that's not up to me. So another short session here, but I wanted to get this out to you folks. So God bless and take care.